0: on to, to entertainment and uh, what I like to do is uh, <laughs> <get> review <laughs>
1: yo if you also need a smile on Mike's face when talking about movies that's what i will talk about brother Mike go ahead I brother. mean
0: Mike loves his movies <laughs> <laughs> so, so and I like to review these movies but just, I, I'm gonna do more reviews and, and more reviews I'm gonna eventually do a review I guess type of uh, podcast on its own or channel to go along with be a new you banner so to speak, um, So we talk about movies in the shop all the time. That's what we do. Uh, but I, I saw two this last uh, weekend. Actually, uh, I'm gonna start with Charlie's Angels. Um,
1: I didn't even know they were doing a remake of that. I didn't Who? know there was a movie out.
0: Yeah, so Charlie's
2: oh, Angels. Oh wait, hold on. I noticed, Mike. You know this question? I was just thinking about it. I, I mentioned it in the chat earlier. Sure. Um, LaKeith is in the movie. LaKeith's in the movie. The Weekends in the movie. Um,
0: well, Issa, Issa, right? That one, hmm? so he got a He's got a rom con one. on.
1: Wait a minute. Oh, no, because I, I just saw the cast just now.
2: You you, you pull it up, so no, he's on Charlie's Angels. Oh, but, yeah. Oh, no, who's has Lakeith, The weekend. Um, who else is in it? That's the first two people I saw because I remember I actually went to go see that black and blue movie, and that was one of the uh,
0: oh, bro, why you told us that.
2: Oh yeah, I, I mean, anyway. it's gonna come up, but yeah. <laughs> and then I saw the, I saw the, um, there's a movie coming out with Lakeith and the Weekends in it, and there's some other people in it. And I was so thinking you saw, you knew oh, about I saw a trailer for that. The trailer that? for it before the movie, yeah. And I was like, Dude, what?
0: I saw a new trailer for Lakeith and Issa Rae, who uh-huh. I love, also. Uh, rom com, but I did not see anything about. Let me see a new movie. With-
1: so is there a reason why you saw Charlie's Angels, Mike?
0: Okay, let's get back. I'm sorry. I don't want. I want to give back to Charlie's Angels because apparently because
1: this cast of Kristen Stewart,
2: Naomi Scott, and Ella. Uncut Gems.
0: Oh, I saw. Okay, I did see that actually. Yeah, I'm sorry. With
2: Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't remember guy's name, but him starring it. Yeah, it, that movie looks actually pretty good. Yeah, from what I've seen, it, it looks does. pretty good. It really does.
0: So first of all, i imagine mad distracted Patrick Stewart like it's not Patrick Stewart for a second. Like you don't know who Patrick Stewart is. I don't even know what it is, but... What do you mean? Because you said, why did I see the movie with, you know, Patrick Stewart and... and, and I and, said Kristen Stewart. Oh, okay. I thought you said Patrick Stewart. I'm sorry. He's in the movie, too, by the way. Well, I didn't
1: know.
2: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. I apologize, Josh. I'm you sorry. You even got the weekend to change his look.
0: Anyway, so let's go back to the reviews I do. So, Charlie's Angels, I saw it. Um, I, I I was with my daughter over the weekend, and she wanted to see it. Mm. She kind of... she's My daughter's going to be 11 next month. She kind of likes... um movies where there's like a more of a female cast and
1: wait really yeah i wonder is there any correlation at all
0: <laughs> and females doing stuff like that <laughs> wow um, but going back to the cast kristen stewart who's from twilight right uh-huh. the main actor <laughs> of twilight
1: now <laughs>
0: i think uh naomi scott is this one right here yeah she's the girl she's, she's, she's jasmine and latin she's baddest one, obviously. And the other one is from Power Rangers. Right. Naomi Scott, I mean, not only is she bad baddest one, she's bad. Like, she's, you know Naomi Scott is? No. Alright. <laughs> but but also, she's a good actress. And she was good in this movie. Some people didn't like her take on Jasmine. I guess true Aladdin fans, I guess, mm-hmm. so to speak. Even though Aladdin didn't make a billion dollars. but
1: I still haven't seen it yet. Yeah. So as angels
0: make no, no, Aladdin made a billion dollars. Oh, I was about to say what? Charlie <laughs> Charlene didn't make did make eight million dollars. I was about to say, damn. <laughs> what's in this
2: Charlie Angels movie? <laughs>
0: but let's talk about the casket. Christy Stewart.
1: Actually no, I'm sorry. Naomi Scott is the one from Power Rangers. It's Ella Belinska,
0: who's the baddest one. Okay. I I'm gonna go with Naomi Scott, but that's just me personally. She she wasn't Princess Jasmine either. She was Princess Jasmine, bro. Really? Yes. Isn't she a little uh that's what some of the backlash A little light. That's about some of the backlash <laughs> I mean, the intro song is Arabian Nights. But I guess that goes back to our future topic, right? On Harry. stuff. like that. Okay. All right. So Kristen Stewart is actually a phenomenal actress, despite her Twilight stuff. Mm-hmm. She kind of, like Robert Pattinson, went from the Twilight, which was a huge... Um, franchise. franchise. And started doing more uh, independent films to show her mm-hmm. acting chops. So she actually is a good actress like Robert Patton, who's now chosen to be the Batman Bruce <laughs> the Batman and I think Naomi Scott is good too Elizabeth Banks is uh, it's her uh, second director um, role
1: who was in The Hunger Games who is
0: in The Hunger Games mm. uh, and she directed Pitch Perfect 2 which was trash and she directed this and then ironically have Patrick Stewart who Josh knows uh, uh, from Star Trek obviously and, and, and X-Men who's uh, Professor X and the first three X-Men. I oh, okay. uh, was in this movie, which was super surprising. Captain
1: me. Picard, yeah.
0: Captain Picard. And Diamond Hansus in this movie, who also surprised me. It's Amistad. Uh, uh, was also in this movie. So the cast was like unique overall, I guess to speak. However, my daughter liked it. <laughs> but the movie itself was trash. And, <laughs>
1: and I think that was the goal.
0: The direction wasn't good. The, uh, the actor it was an action movie, but the mm. action scenes were cut horribly. It was like an old school where, like, you would see, like, uh, a guy, a, a woman's foot in one take, and then you'll see her, like, hit a guy in the next take. But it wasn't, like, together. It was, like, the stunt doubles, you could tell, were, like, coming in and out. Con- Continuity issues. Continuity issues uh, uh, overall. But what's interesting about this, and, again, I, I don't have much to say about it. This wasn't a good movie overall. Mm. Um, even though my daughter liked it (laughs) but um, so Elizabeth Banks who's in the movie and directed the movie she came out and Joshua liked this so she came out and she said um, because we as a society um, especially men um, can't she's
1: speaking as a woman she's saying we as men
0: I'm sorry, but well, she she said we as a society. Okay. But then she said also mostly men. I should say not, not we So
1: again she's still speaking on men's behalf. I guess yes. That's interesting. Okay. Please continue.
0: All right. Um uh we can't um we don't wanna see movies where women are more super oh, I guess not super heroines or or um or 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 um you know, uh, kicking people's ass, so so to speak, for lack of a better term. And we we, we kinda only want to see them as more damsel in distress kind of rules. What? And she said and she said, I wanna count, she said she said herself, she said, I don't wanna Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel Captain Marvel don't count. Because uh, Okoye? she said superhero Black women Widow don't count because they're a part of superhero culture. But if it's just like a woman who's being a whatever spy hero Men don't want to see it. That's, For, and she first said, this of is all. why the movie flopped because it For, flopped.
1: First of all, no, because Colombiana, uh, also Salt, and more importantly, oh, what's it called? Um, salt was
0: dope, by the way.
1: Salt, yeah, thank you, exactly. And uh,
0: Colombiana was, was trash, though. But salt cool. was dope. Well, Jazz loved it. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you know,
1: so um, and what was the third one? Who was in it? Who started it? It'll come back to me, but yeah. Okay, but still, and the original Charlie's Angels, which is a sensation, so that's why I'm like, get out of here! No, I'm not buying that at all.
0: Right. So they're
1: OG with with uh, Cameron D. Yeah, Cameron oh, D. and yes. Barrymore. That was a sensation. Oh, I love they they, love they that. killed that. <laughs> I actually like that movie. They they killed that movie. So no, you made it trash. Take it take it on your chin like a man, right? Because right. you want to be equal, right? Well, take these lumps.
0: <laughs> so you think that goes towards more the narrative of how the women in Hollywood are, so to speak.
1: Overcompensating,
0: yes. Overcompensating, yes. Yeah. Because
1: if you made a bad movie, you made a bad movie. Make a better one next time.
0: <laughs> I, I, I agree with Josh on that. And, and I think that seeing it, the movie was just trash. And that's just what it is. I don't think have to make an excuse why you didn't make the money you needed to make. And that's not the right excuse either. Especially
1: when it had nothing to do with what you did in the director's chair or in the editing booth.
0: Right. And, it, and also, if you felt like that, then why would you make a movie if you felt like men would not go see it? Like, you have to make the studio money. And you know? the
1: whole concept of Charlie's Angels is that. So, it, again, it doesn't make any sense either.
0: Right. Well, I think because um, those women, the the, the Cameron Diaz, um, Drew Barrymore, Lucy Liu, were one of the top of the game at the time, but also beautiful women. Right? And then for the time in the um, 80s, the mm-hmm. original Charlie Dingell's TV show, Fair Fawcett, all those girls were considered beautiful girls. Heartthrobs, yes. Right? Where in this one, not saying these women might not be attract uh, attractive to some people.
1: Two out of the three are bad.
0: Right? But it seemed like she focused on, like, you know, we're going to do short haircuts and you're going to be more, you know, kick ass and hard asses in the movie. And steer away from those kind of heartthrob-esque portrayals. And I think she feels like, because I did that, that's why the movie flopped. But I also feel like, I mean, whether it's true or not, as a filmmaker, and you talked to some filmmakers recently, right? But you have a duty to the movie, to the studio.
1: And especially the fans. To the
0: fans, to make a quality movie, and to the studio, to bring the studio back money. So if you literally made this movie this way and in your mind you thought, man won't watch this because of how I'm doing the movie, then you're doing a disservice to the studio.
1: I agree. It's playing, instead of playing to win, you're playing not to lose, which doesn't make any sense.
0: Right. <laughs> 100%. Even though I really don't agree with her comments, period, I think it's just trash. <laughs> the movie, however, if you made it this way, knowing this, that's, that's not smart. Um, it's kind of like Cap, right? If you don't trust men to say, we can be uh, quote unquote feministic and watch a movie where they're like not attractive women kicking ass and we not not like it then why make it? Like it's just like I, I don't understand people sometimes but that's my review of Charlie's Angels uh, don't worry about it John, it was trash it wasn't that good? <laughs> it
2: looked tra- I didn't even know there was a Charlie's Angels movie I though. didn't either until you said that
0: yeah you know me, I, was, I see everything but in a surprising twist Ford v Ferrari was is in my top 3 movies of the year
1: Christian Bale, Matt Damon.
0: Christian Bale, Matt Damon. And based on a true story about how Ford took on Ferrari and uh, racing. When Ford wasn't making um, enough money, they thought. They were making all these family cars. And this was um, when the baby boomers from after World War II, when they were starting to become drivers 17, 18 years after that. And the baby boomer generation didn't want these old big, huge Ford cars, and Henry Ford II, who was still the head of Ford back then, um, was wondering how can we get more people in our cars, and Lee Iacocca, who worked for Ford back then, another famous name, right, he said, we got to get our cars like the cars Ferrari has, and since Ferrari was winning all the races at what's called the 24-hour Le Mans, which is was the biggest race back then, it's literally a 24-hour race, right? Um, which is crazy. Um, they said we have to beat them. Ferrari had won four years, three, four years in a row at that point. And Enzo Ferrari was still alive. So I, for me, it was good to see Henry Ford II and Enzo Ferrari, people we know as creators of these cars we drive now, but to see them still working. But
1: well, don't forget Shelby.
0: And Shelby. I'm going to get to Shelby in a second. Right. But I'm talking about the heads of these huge companies that we know today and to see them still working at the time. And I did, I did do some research about what was true or not true, you know, in these movies. And um, initially, Ford wanted to get inside the racing game. So they went to Ferrari with a deal. Ferrari, um, Enzo, has spent so much money over the years trying to make the perfect car. And he achieved it. Mm-hmm. But he was broke, right? Ferrari was broke. They were making these great racing cars. But they weren't selling, like, you know, hotcakes. So Ford came to him with a deal. And they said, you know, we'll do, you know, like 90 10 on the regular cars. Um, where, um, what we were the regular ordered, cars? Like, like, just regular everyday sedans, right? And then on the race, Ferrari? Yeah, not sedans, but I want to say not a racing Ferrari. Like, like a sports, lower end. Yeah, a okay. sports Ferrari, right? Because okay. every Ferrari that you see on the street can't race on a yeah. Toyota. You know what I'm okay. saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, on like the regular sports car Ferrari. Okay. And then, well, uh, And then on the the racing side, um, we'll also have a split. So uh, (laughs) what happened was um, Fiat, who you also know as a a uh, uh, well-known company, Mm -hmm. they heard about the potential deal between Ford and Ferrari. And while the guy from Ford was there, Fiat called and offered Ferrari at the time $18 million Mm -hmm. to bail him out and say, I'll give you full autonomy. You can... Do whatever you want. We just want a part of it. Where Ford not only wanted to uh, have a partnership, but they wanted to have say. So then Ferrari asked him. He asked him several questions. He said, so let's just say if I want to do something with this car and you don't, what happens? And based off the deal that was in place, the guy at Ford, he tried to say, listen, that probably won't happen. We trust what you do with racing cars. But, but the Ferrari guy, Enzo, Enzo, said, but what will happen? He said, well, technically, we got final say. And once he said that, Enzo snapped and said the deal is done. He signed with Fiat.
1: Well, who's also in Italy.
0: Right, right, which makes sense. Yeah. And he uh told, he said, go back to America, go back to Michigan, Detroit, Michigan, Ford's, you know, birthplace. Right, right. He said, tell your fat boss your car sucked and I don't want nothing to do with you, right? <laughs> and, 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 and he snapped. So Lee, Lee took his back, right, to, to Henry Ford II. And Henry Ford II got so upset, and he said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to put all our money into making the best racer car. We're going to beat him mm-hmm. at his own game, which is 24 Hours of Le Mans, the racing. And, and enter Shelby. Um, Shelby Miles.
1: Portrayed right? by Christian Bale.
0: No, no, no. No, 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 no. Shelby Shelby's portrayed by Matt Damon. Okay. So Shelby won the 24 Hours of Le Mans. The only American to do it at the time. Uh, before Ferrari started winning, years before that, uh, he had a bad uh, heart at the time, and it 1960. So basically, they told him that your blood pressure can't. I'm sorry, your heart rate can't go to a certain level, or you're probably gonna have a cardiac arrest.
1: How old was he at the time?
0: He was like when he when he when he got there were four when he stopped racing. Stop racing. Oh, uh, he was like 28. Okay, 29. So, um. And they didn't have a lot of beta blockers like we have right now to control our heart rates, right? So he was taking something for every day, but nothing to control it when it gets to that racing level. Where now you probably could find a combination, which would be fine. But nevertheless, the doctor told him, listen, if you race again, if you go above one, it was like 140, too. Not even like nothing crazy. If you go above 140, you can have a going on cardiac So he stopped racing. But because he was so popular and made so much money racing, he, started to, he uh, had his own uh, racing company. He sold cars. He other stuff and whatnot. So enter Ken Miles, played by Christian Bale. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Ken Miles wow. was a, um, a British actor, a British uh, racer at the time. This is the first movie, actually, for me, that I heard Christian Bale use his regular accent. I don't know if you have, Josh, but... Normally he speaks an American accent, so it definitely threw me off at first. So, uh, are, you, are you looking about the movie? <laughs> no.
2: Um, what I'm looking at is um, th- going back to what we were talking about earlier. Uh, <laughs> Never mind. It's, no, it's no, no, no. You <laughs> go ahead, y'all. It, 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 I, I just got I just got off topic. Let's just focus on the movie. We'll get to that in a second,
0: because I'm, I'm, you know <laughs> banks always got something up his sleeve. So we'll get to that in a second. Um, so uh, so so Ken was great with cars. He had a mechanic shop itself. He had a wife and a kid. So into the family aspect. His son was always with him at all the races. But he was also very fiery, very hostile. Um, I don't know. You, you travel. He was one of those people from overseas who kind of like said what he wanted, did what he wanted, and when I didn't care. Um, you know, at all. So. Um, but he worked for Shelby. He was one of the racers and he won all the the local races and stuff like that, but he also just knew his cars. So, um, at the time, uh, Ken, who had the mechanic garage, lost the garage. The IRS came, seized the place. They put chains on the doors, couldn't get his tools out. Um, again, he had the wife and kid. He also wasn't making that much money during the local races, you know, take care of them. So. In order for him to stop, he had to stop racing overall, which he loved, which was in his blood, and get a regular job. Also, in his background was that he fought, I think, in World War II, as well. I think for for, for Britain, and um, so at the time he's like forty something years old by this time. Uh, came on. he's forty five exactly. I said his age. He's forty five years old, but still doing local races. He's got like a twelve year old, thirteen year old son. All right. So when Ford decided to, they would beat um. Ferrari in the race. They went by themselves and they lost horribly. All their cars got messed up. Then they said we've got to bring somebody better in. So they brought in Shelby. Uh they said we'll give you a blank check, you can do what you want, but we need you to, to do this and and, and, and and we need to win this race. So Shelby, of course, was hesitant because these guys are suits and and um and, and he didn't want to do it. But then he said, if I can bring in my guys. So I don't want to like keep going forward. But he brought in, um, and this is a spoiler alert, by the way, because i was talking about the whole movie, by the way. But he brought in Ken. Ken helped take care of the cars. And in the end, because um, I, I just go all the way through. In the end, um, Ken didn't want to be in Ferrari. And Enzo was very upset. And it was twisted twist at the end, which I won't give away. But, however, um, just overall my review was, again, probably the third top three movies of the year, maybe number one. And um, I really, really enjoyed it. And I would suggest both of you um, go see it, especially you, John. What, you what was the time for this? Uh, 60s. 60s? Yeah. So, after they won the first race, it, they won 63, 64, 65. They kept winning after that. Like, they figured out. It was like a GT40, I think they wound up racing and they figured out how to win these races. So I know Josh loves these two actors in particular, especially Christian Bale. So I would suggest you see it. And John, I know you, you do like movies as well. So I would suggest you see it too. So that's my review. I'll of, check it out. Uh, Ford uh, versus Ferrari.
1: Is it a type of movie that Jazz would be interested in?
0: We we talked about it. All right. He said he wanted to see it. He said the action looks good. You know what he said? I like the actors, which I think is bringing the audience along even more. And I know he likes cars as well, so. He likes cars as well. Plus, I think they both will be nominated for either Best Actor or Best Supporting Actor. They, they would
1: have to be co-stars. Uh, you know, n- not similar to Tony Stark, who would be,
0: Robert Downey Jr. would be the main lead. Shout out to Mental Theater, another podcast that we do, <laughs> wish we talked about that. Um, but um, it's, it's crazy, Josh. They both were leads in this movie, to me. Fair enough. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, they I don't know about the time on screen or whatever, but their roles were both leading roles if you were to watch the movie. So, um, I'm not going to say it again. It's really that good, actually. Nice. <laughs> Honestly, if I, if I had the time.
1: Did you bring a, a date the first time?
0: No, I went by myself on Saturday night, actually.
1: That's right. Mike, set that tone. <laughs> so, when Mike goes by himself to the movies, it's not a big deal. But
0: when Josh does, it's a big deal. You know what? Before we get to this Harriet thing, let's talk about that. Uh, let's talk about my man, Jaded Josh, over here. And um, May I
1: ask what is so jaded?
0: <laughs> well, um, we'll get to this b- dating later, but um, a lot of times, people who listen, you already know this, so I'm not really telling you anything you don't even know, but some <laughs> of Josh's responses sometimes can come off sound like Josh may be jaded. Well,
1: what does jaded mean to you? Because sometimes people use terms like that incorrectly. Like automatically calling calling someone a hater because they don't agree with you. Like we, that's way overused. So like, what about what I'm saying? That's clearly factual and anecdotal and vicarious to everyone listening. That is
2: jaded. That's just.
0: <laughs> I love how you put a preamble <laughs> on there, Like clearly factual <laughs> you know? Beca- guy.
2: Because it is.
0: Go back and listen, y'all. Agree. One day,
2: one day we're gonna drop clues bombs. But it's, <laughs> it's not today though. So you're just gonna get the uh, the jersey tap. I be- <laughs>
0: I think the Jaded Josh thing is just funny because... I agree. Of, I was just curious. Yeah. But, <laughs> but people actually believe that. That's what I'm like, really? Yeah. Even my man Tony, like, randomly. Like, he was just like, yo, Josh kind of jaded. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> but, and they tried to call you jaded after the whole dressing... Woman's dressing thing or whatever last week. Hey, I
2: guess let these things happen to them. And I can't see there
1: people need to look what jaded means up in the dictionary.
0: I won't say I'm calling you jaded, but it's just well, funny. Yeah. But I will say... That what they think is sometimes when you talk about your um, women, that you come off like something maybe happened in your past, and now you have a new perspective. It's, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm moving forward this way. But yeah. that's
1: not what dated means. Dated means you just have a, a permanent. I, negative, I didn't call you dated. Right, but yeah. that's what I'm, But that's the words yeah, that they, they're using. Yes. Right, incorrectly. Right. Yeah. Okay. To a writer, so you know.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 to defy dated for the listeners then.
1: A- it is a conscious negative outlook on everything that has to do with, in this specific context, dating. Right. Which I definitely don't have. I have a lot of positive views about dating, actually.
0: I agree with you on that. I don't think right. you have a negative outlook. And
1: again, that's what jaded means in that context. And the yeah. dating context it just means like, oh, there's no reason to
0: get into a relationship because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah, I don't think it's that shit. I, now, when a person, a woman, told me that you sound like you were, have been hurt in the past, that I can.
1: Well, everyone's been hurt in the past if they've Engaged in premarital sex—that's just a guarantee, and that's actually something we should actually tell our youth that that's probably going to happen. It's—it's it's a certainty.
0: However, like I told you before, sometimes your hurt it seems to show. Everyone's hurt doesn't show.
1: Interesting, but well, I guess what about I'm saying that appears to be hurt?
0: Um, <laughs> and, and see,
1: when I ask these questions, that's the response I get. No, no, get, no I'm, I, I'm
0: not done. I'm not done.
1: I know, but that. Yeah. John knows what I'm talking about because when you actually ask people these questions, to actually like follow up, then they you, know, you hear all
0: um um uh well uh,
1: and you start giggling like
0: I, I think I think some of your uh, aspects on like when we talked about the initial uh like first dates first dates. Some of that stuff. I don't think
2: that's a, I don't think that's act I don't think that's coming from a hurt. I think it's actually hilarious, but it is hilarious. um, <laughs> but it actually makes you think because, I, I mean. I don't agree with everything, but it does... I mean, I, I do get the point of, like, you know, when you go on certain dates, like, especially dinners, I don't think it's really... I don't think that's a great first date at all. I, I don't really don't... I think it's I a waste. That. I yeah. think it's a waste of money. I agree with that. Whole um,
0: we, we, we were in the same place with the dating. Right. Except for I'm, I would give her $5 and to go to the music. <laughs> <party>. Now, <laughs> that that was
2: priceless, but... I feel like Josh was bringing points. I don't think it was coming from a point of pain because I think there's a lot of people who come out and like that that post I sent with uh, with uh, playing a Drake beat and then reading a, an ex love oh, letter. That was brilliant. And then the kid rapped it over brilliant. a Drake beat and then it sounded like a Drake song. Right. It's like that going into the typical quote unquote whatever. But I don't think Josh is coming from a... I don't get a sad or depressed when i hear what he talk when he's talking about
1: fun when i'm talking about but i think
2: people i think people look at what he's saying and they overthink the way he's presenting it and And take it out of context it
0: could be his delivery it could be a lot of different
2: things i think they're overlooking it because when he describes these things you gotta you have to talk of experiences it doesn't make any sense and for you to honestly said so that you've never experienced any pain or had any heartbreak, that doesn't make any sense. Like, I've, if you could just sit here and honestly say, oh, I never did this, then you never really experienced anything. Like, the, at the hardest person or the softest person experienced some sort of pain. It's just a matter of how they, how they present it and how willing and able or are they actually able to say something. Because if you're not willing to say or describe what happened, then you are indeed still hurt you just don't talk about it but somebody out there who's openly speaking about their situations and giving their um their antidotes in regards to how they do it then i don't see a issue of presenting yourself in that manner but i i really do think when people you know take the time and analyze as if these were lyrics <laughs> every time josh <laughs> has his moments I, I just don't think that really makes sense or it's fair <laughs> to say oh this person's been hurt but everyone's been hurt
0: <laughs> i mean okay according to the, to, 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 to the man name on it a new you radio jazz he said man the joker been hurt before <laughs> Whatever. so i don't know if he knows that we don't know well everything again everyone's been hurt before so yeah like I think we all have been hurt. but I, think I even think
2: Jazz has been hurt, but it, but I the way Jazz, no. There's <laughs> some things that Jazz will say. I don't think you could tell. It comes from some sort of context, especially with experiences that he cho- he's chose to tell us in regards to some situations, like with that, the, the, that woman that was older that he thought was, it was going to go somewhere, but it oh, didn't. Right, right, but right. then he understood and it didn't make any sense. You could see that the way he described it, it might, that might come from some sort of pain.
0: Right. But he might not
2: describe it that way. One thing I agree with, I think everyone who's
0: even dating, forget the even sexual intercourse part, but even the dating has been hurt in some aspects, especially when you get to a, a certain you know uh, age in life. But um, I don't know. It, it just, it, like because when, when guys say it too, it makes me laugh. Like my brother Nate, shout out to my brother Nate, who was like, yo, I love I love your podcast. Josh cracks me up. But he's like, yo, do something like... like what well, happened i him saying him and a woman? So it's something that he's saying where everybody can hear it. I don't mm. know. Maybe I can't explain it. Maybe I can, I can take a poll. I don't know.
1: I mean, all you can do is just ask. What specifically? Because it's not like we don't have it recorded. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true. I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm and gonna, yet I, none
1: of them gave an example. That's quite convenient,
0: Mike. Well, I never asked. Well, what Convenient for who? For me? For them. Oh, I, I never asked what is exactly I saying? I just laugh all the time when they tell me it. But, but I, I will ask. What exactly is he saying? Because now saying? I'm curious. Okay, and and these guys listen to it several times, not just once, like the same podcast. Like nice. Nate, Tony, a couple of them. Thank
1: you, thank you, Nate and Tony Stark Jr.
0: <laughs> um, so we talked, We started just talking about the movies and Josh. So John, me, and Josh were talking one day, and we were talking about uh, Harry Potter, right? Wasn't it? Or I forget what it was. Harry Potter, yes. Right, and Josh said he hadn't been to the movies with a girl. Since the first Harry Potter.
1: Well, as like a... As date. a date. Right, right. For a movie that I wanted to see.
0: Right. Oh, so you have them on a movie you didn't want to see on a date. Right. Okay. So, I said to him, there's so much to unpack there. He said, let's wait for the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, this movie with the Chamber of Secrets. What what, what year was this? Like, maybe... All right. <laughs> at least 15 years 2000s. Right. Yeah. So, at least maybe... 12 to 15 years ago. He had not been on a date with a movie, with a girl, with a movie that he wanted to see. Mm. Which is long, so have you been on dates with girls? What movies you wanna see?
2: What movies I wanna see? Yeah. Of course. Okay,
0: so that's, I'll make sure I'm not crazy when I want hear what he's saying. Uh-huh. So, I said we're gonna unpack this when we get on the podcast. So, I'm curious to why you haven't done this.
1: Well, for me personally, just anecdotal experience. The girls that I go on movie dates with seem to talk throughout <laughs> the entire movie. And as a person who loves going to movies, how do you feel when people talk throughout the movie that you actually want to see? It upsets me. So then you understand.
0: But you're not giving them a chance. They might not. They will. (laughs) And every girl says then, how do you know they all would do that? Like are they all different? Again,
1: but here's the thing. If it's a movie that you want to see and you know that girl doesn't like that type of genre films, so that means she's acquiescing to see what you want to see. Right. You know that she doesn't want to see the actual movie because if she wants to see the movie, then she's not going to talk at all.
0: I mean, I guess your logic is sound. Really, it makes sense.
1: Sounds about Josh.
0: However, I don't. I think you're taking away the human aspect in your logic. I don't think just because a woman don't want to see a movie that she can't watch a movie without talking throughout the movie. She may get into the movie. She may like it herself. You're not giving them the right the, the chance.
1: Okay, but there's a big difference between someone who likes rom-coms and someone who likes Marvel or Harry Potter, would you say, demographically?
0: Yes. But it still doesn't mean...
1: And apparently, I'm not the only one who knows this. The studios who pay how much in budget for these films know this as well?
0: But it doesn't mean that that same girl who likes her romantic comedies won't sit inside of Avengers Endgame because this is a great movie and watch it all the way through. Oh, what? <laughs>
2: yeah, th- thank you, John. I- I don't like, know. Hold on, hold on. Okay. <laughs> now, I kind of disagree <laughs> with this. Because I feel like, it, depending on the movie, let's say this, this girl is really into romantic movies, not even rom-com movies, right, right, movies right. that are like The Notebook or whatever, and that's all she wants, which there's women like that. And then you take her to see, I don't know, the, uh, an Avengers movie. She's gonna sit there and be like, What's this? What happened? Who's that? Where's this? Exactly. And her, that does happen.
1: You want her to ask those And you know those questions are coming because they literally have no context for any of the characters. So it's actually they're actually plausible questions to ask. So it actually makes sense for the context. It
0: does, but there's several or, people who've seen Avengers Endgame.
2: Or like or even like this. Let's say this. Like they're into like movies like The Notebook, we'll use that again, and then um, and probably watch a lot of reality TV, right? And what's the <laughs> what's the um what was the movie with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio about the dreams? Inception. Inception, right? For Nolan. This was I. I'm gonna use this because it happened to me. So, I go I go and watch this movie, right? Two separate occasions at a movie theater and at home. I put the movie in. I'm with a, a young lady. The minute I put the movie on. What is this movie about? <laughs> I don't like this. Why is it going in dreams? What does this mean? Why is he getting to suck in this? I don't get that. Huh? Can, can, can you rewind that? It's like if they're not interested in it. They're just doing it because they're interested in you.
0: Hey, Fairness to them, bro. Reception is a mind fuck. Like, I'm done. I, I, oh, okay,
2: Mike.
1: Mike, as, as an avid moviegoer, you have to give the movie a chance to let you know because they're made – no, knowing the fact that people aren't going to understand the entire premise at the beginning of the movie. You have to give it a chance. That shows a lack of patience, and we both know that's a red flag. Red flag.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that I'll give you, but you agree with me. Inception is a whole other thing. Right? Not
1: really. I saw it plenty of times.
0: And the first time, you didn't leave with questions? Of course
1: not. The only question you had is, was it the, a real at the end? That's the only question.
0: Well, it's not really a question. It wasn't real DM, but um,
1: you're sure, (laughs) because it was left ambiguous, ambiguous by the director Christopher Nolan on purpose.
0: The top was falling. If the top fell, then that means I mean, no, the top was spinning. So the top was spinning. It was. But it
1: also faltered, which it never did in the Dream World.
0: I guess we'll never know the answers to that.
1: We'll have to break it down in (laughs) mental theater. But anyway, great movie. Back to, I guess, the film to wrap that up. The Harriet backlash because I do I think that is culturally relevant. Ooh.
0: I mean I'm gonna let John start with that because he's the one who brought the backlash to my attention. And I'll, I'll follow it up.
2: My thing with the Harriet movie, you know, I'm gonna say this. I'm not gonna say the Harriet movie is not entertaining. It, it's it's very entertaining. Um, I watched it and I was entertained. Um, Were
0: you on a date, John?
2: No. Okay. And. I liked it. Um, I think the approach of the film it gave you an idea of, like you know, of how one, how awesome women can be and how uh, independent they can be in regards to, especially with the scene where uh, Harriet wants to leave with her free husband and he doesn't want to leave, and she ends up leaving and then she comes back with a suit and yeah. she's all dressed up and <laughs> she just made this long journey, and then she comes back and he's like oh well i got another wife and a baby baby coming and i don't want to go i want to stay here and then she's just like what and then like the stubbornness in that sense but she at at one point wanted to give up and then like no this is this is making her want to go harder and especially even going into the one scene where she gets back to philadelphia and she wants to go back and they're saying like listen No, it's dangerous. It's like, listen, you told me I couldn't do this before, and I did it, and now you're telling me I can't do it again? I'm going to do this with or without your help. And it just shows the determination of, like, whenever a woman wants to do something, she's going to do it. And I I really appreciate and admired that that specific fact. But (laughs) um, I did not like the elements – that they added for quote-unquote entertainment purposes. I didn't think it made sense with these fictional characters. Uh, like with the, what, what was it, the bounty hunter? Uh, uh, yeah, the slave hunter. The slave, the slave hunter for c- capturing black people and killing them. Or um, Janelle Monet's character. That wasn't, ne- she wasn't necessarily a real character and how she was brutally beat up by the slave character. I don't think that was necessary, and how they made black men look like monsters, and then the white—they did not. Finish,
0: finish, finish, finish.
2: And then with the um, the slave master, how they it it almost made it seem like Harriet Tubman had some sort of admiration for him in comparison to in comparison to all the other characters when it comes to the black males, it's just like they kind of position us in one way in comparison to when it came to the Slave Master and other characters of the, who are not of color. It just made mm. them look in a higher light in regards to us looking like we were monsters.
0: Really? Well, when you say us, like... Not black us, men. I know, but what other black men besides... I'm just going to... I mean, there was not much. I mean, they <laughs> <didn't> really, <laughs> I was just being nice. But, maybe one hey, character. I mean, what other characters look like monsters.
1: Well, I think if you, you know, read this, it'll probably surmise everything that John is saying.
0: Go ahead, Mike. Don't be bashful. So Do you read uh, Is this a post that, that John, uh, Josh, has sent me? It says, uh, shit. I guess, he's, I guess this person is critiquing the movie. And it says, the shit is fucked up for black men. Black women, niggas ain't shit. America, fuck niggas. Police, he's a criminal. Kill him on sight. Courts, max his time. Retail stores, keep your eyes on him. Jobs, he's not qualified. Bitter baby mama, he's a deadbeat. Other black men, fuck that nigga he ain't from my block. So it's just about black men in general. Um, and this is definitely going on today. I agree with that 100%. Mm-hmm. But back to the movie... What other black characters of a man you felt like was a monster or or or, or treated bad? I'm I'm really curious her husband,
2: about this. her so-called husband. I
0: don't I, okay, but we talked about this. We both don't agree. He 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 was bad. Like she was gone for a year, presumed to mm-hmm. be dead.
2: Right, but I feel like, but it doesn't go against my point. I do think I feel like that's one of the characters, and I think with um the bounty killer. And to be honest, I mean, they didn't really have any other main black characters other than the guy in Philadelphia that helped her. Okay. But other than who else was a main male okay. character? So, 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 your point, so my point is big. they didn't really broadcast any other black males when there was other.
0: Okay, but it was a story about Harriet Tubman. <laughs> okay, but why they had to. Okay, I don't
2: know. I'm just saying why they had to highlight to highlight her slave master as, a, as to make it look like it was some sort of romanticism between her and him when that wasn't the case
0: first of all all right
2: so so you don't you, you didn't think they did that especially with the scene when she shoots his 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 thumb off and gives him and gives him a chance
0: so I, I don't think that had to be anything to do with like a love interest though i think that was more her saying like i'm not even gonna kill you I only sit here and, and die on your own or mm-hmm. whatever um I, I think that they did they grew up together as kids. And even though she was a slave and he wasn't, they they Mm didn't grow up together. So I think there was, um, I don't know, some some sort of a bond they had for him, which Mm is why he always protected her from his dad, right, Mm -hmm. from the beginning, when they were were young, which is why he didn't want to kill her. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the slave master was just that. I mean, he was the villain in the movie. The black uh, bounty hunter, I don't know if that particular guy was there
2: but he wasn't to
0: Josh's point.
2: He wasn't. It was in Earlier, complaint.
0: About like how the black um how we as black people mm-hmm. sold slaves as well. Right. Um or are we, you know, sold slaves in Africa? Mm-hmm. There were black bounty hunters too. Right. She was the most um she had the most
2: Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. I forgot. All right. There was more. They also when it came to Harriet, they downplayed everything she did. Like when it came to the fr- the number of free slaves, they said it was what. Um,
0: in the end, well, in the end, they gave the full number. They days. gave
2: the full number, but in the movie, they said it was like what, hundred seventy. But it was a it was over a thousand people she freed, right?
0: Well, you remember the, well, the yeah, I am not sure the exact number, but in the It movie, was over a
2: 1000 free people she 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 freed.
0: They said that at the end of the movie when they when they had
2: the end credits, they said it's right. over 1000 slaves. Who's going to stay to the end of the credits, man? In the movie. And then but when it came but the then time. when it came to the bounty, the bounty was what? $100? That's how much it was.
0: But it, was it was
2: more than that though. If you look at the real story, the bounty was about $100. I don't know How much bro. it was. But It was in the thousands to catch her. But also, they downplayed the storyline was
0: going bro, because it was so much to catch her. There were black bounty hunters trying to catch her, too.
2: But you at it was that, that time, it was rare for black bounty hunters to kill black people. It they were white. capturing white people. It and d- there was, was a
0: lot of black bounty hunters who were also chasing slaves. So quote unquote Uncle Toms who were helping out white people may not have been that dude with that name. But I guarantee you for thousands of dollars, there was a black bounty hunter who was trying to get Harriet Tubman.
2: Okay, and but what about the ones that captured white people as well?
0: What about them? I don't understand.
2: Why didn't you bring those up?
0: Because of the Harriet Tubman story. What about a black bounty hunter getting white
2: people? But there was the, no black bounty hunter, though. The there was story. no black <laughs> bounty hunter in her story, though. He it said just read it.
0: So you think, okay, Josh, you can read the speaking.
2: story. There's no such thing as a black bounty hunter. Not, not in her story.
0: Speaking, Josh, <laughs> at the time, as he said, her bounty's thousands of dollars. It we is. know there were black bounty hunters still going after slaves who were quote-unquote Uncle Tom's. Which I'm not disagreeing Do you about. think there was no black bounty hunter who would say, I'm not going after her? If you were to think logically about this.
1: If they were Uncle Tom's, that's the thing. Right.
0: I don't think this is... I, I think... I think there's a black bounty hunter, I don't know how many, who would have said, I want this money.
1: Because I could imagine Reverend Uncle Ruckus doing it, or Samuel L. Jackson's character from Django doing <laughs> it. That's what I'm
0: saying. It. Now, maybe they made him that particular guy.
2: They I did think, make him up.
0: Okay. But I think, in in a in, in context, that there was a black bounty hunter who did I don't think it was all and like that. And another wow.
2: thing, with the character that they chose to play, Harriet, there's, a, there's a, little, a lot of blacklash Backlash in regards to her, really? huh? Money, Penny, but go
0: ahead.
2: Well, in regards to her, What is she Nigerian, British yeah, she background, and Money
1: then
0: penny. she played Money, Penny, and Bomb.
1: No, she didn't. It wasn't
0: non Oh, that's nice. Never mind. I'm thinking
1: about. Not all black people look alike, Mike.
0: I'm, thinking about, I'm thinking about black and blue. Yeah. Jeez.
2: Jeez. <laughs> How could you confuse them? We literally I, had to talk about yeah,
1: yeah. what she looked like. I think one big thing
2: a lot of people were getting upset with her was because, um, like, with her particular background, that a lot of people, I get this, I felt it was a little far fetched, but they were saying, they were asking her questions about. Did her particular lineage of her people sold people into slavery? What Because they said her family, or basically from where she was coming from, there was high numbers of that happening, and she wouldn't disclose that answer. And another thing a lot of people didn't like was there was a particular tweet she did a few years back mm-hmm. where I think it was between a producer of some sort, and she nah, – I don't know if this is quote-on-quote or whatever, but basically she sent a message saying, baby, you know, I got you. And she spelled I got you, G-A-T-C-H-U. I'm going to sing it to you later. And in parentheses, ghetto American accent. And then she clearly said, when she was doing an interview, how she didn't understand the difference between American woman and British woman. There was no difference between them. And then... She said she didn't understand, like, the the back, the back backlash in regards to how they didn't f- see her fit to play the character and how she didn't understand the differences between everyone's, there's no color, there's no difference. But why are you presenting yourself as you're trying to be ghetto or downplay what um, black African-American women de- dealt with or how they're brought up in a particular system, and then you downplay them by doing that? And then you, when somebody asks you a question, you basically downplay them like, "I don't see color. There's no difference."
0: That's very interesting. For for Josh, you who've had a personal dealings with someone, a, a black woman from uh, Britain, <laughs> Britain, yes. Um, we actually
1: had to talk about this a lot. She always thought that the whole, you know, galvanizing black culture in America was overblown. But again, it's a different upbringing in in England because you had more, you know, people of black percent black, you know, black lineage who were entrepreneurs and businessmen and women. But also there was a time in England where you didn't have any people who were black that weren't, you know, entertainers. But at least here we have entertainers. We have presidents, you know, leaders of the free world and whatnot, but not just in terms of, you know, entertainers, which is sometimes we can be characterized as all over the world.
0: So to his point, how does she, um, I guess, look at, I guess, American women, like I guess the quote unquote ghetto American women? and But there's
1: ghetto people all over the world. Okay. And it, it's just different vernaculars, right? There's right. different lingo different slang but Brugs. they still have the same fam exactly
0: <laughs> and and, and uh, in it and what about like oh, yeah, about, like american slavery and what they went through as he was talking about that
1: too so they again because they didn't really experience it to the degree that we did right so it's not really ingrained in their culture
0: okay so you can see them maybe not understanding as much and their class
1: system is based most mostly upon socio-economic. Aspects as opposed to actually race, which is ours. Right. And socioeconomic. So it's a little bit of a disconnect from this pure, you know, lack of knowledge.
0: So if they made a statement like her, then possibly they'd be able to get a pass for it because they don't really know or understand.
1: And is I mean that's fair. And this this is before she was considered for the role.
0: Right. Um like
1: I'm guessing she did a research
0: before. Right. Um, but back to the, the movie itself. In the back, let's like, see. My whole thing with this is not even about Harry. Harriet is a decent movie. It's not the greatest movie ever. It's entertaining, like you said. But
1: mm-hmm. And your mom
2: liked it, right?
0: My mother, my grandmother, they they really liked it. Um, and
2: another thing, there was actually a girl in the theater who said the same thing randomly. Why is this movie so dramatic? Like, it's just why is it so extra, especially with the scene with Jone dying, with Jone Monet, like her 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 death scene. When a dude was beating her up, and then she like how she died, or when Harriet would have her, her visions, and how she would fall and dramatically just fall out of nowhere, it just it seemed comical.
0: Yeah, See, I, I disagree with that. I think it was, I think it lacked drama, and I think it lacked some of the stuff we've seen in previous slave movies, mm-hmm. like uh, Twelve Years a Slave or um, shout out to Lupita for that one. Um, I mean, I thought Lupita. Um, no, it was Lupita. Lupita yeah and stuff like that so i think um i think a lot because you didn't really see the beatings in this movie which i talked about before no and i think um well i
2: mean other than the black man beating up the woman
0: but the slave beatings (laughs) you, you, you didn't see like the whips and chains and stuff like that so wait
1: in a movie where set in a period where black people getting beat all the time they made sure to show a black man beating
2: a black woman
1: that's Again, that's, that's
2: probably one of the most gruesome scenes in the movie.
0: They show, well, let's, let's add context to this.
2: I mean, that's <laughs> all the context I really need to They hear. showed
0: a black bounty hunter with the white slave owner.
1: Again, you can dress that up as much no, no, as you No, no, i give it
0: all the context. That, that's okay. fine,
1: but at the end of the day, was it a black person beating up another black person? More specifically, a black man beating up a, a black, black woman, woman. A black.
2: Free woman. woman. That's interesting,
1: isn't it?
0: That is, but a white man was there. But here's the he didn't exactly, do anything, but exactly. but again, but what do you, you see? That's, That's actually very, but very the point telling. Is, but, but, but again, John likes to say they who the hell is they? The executive producer, the director, the the screenwriter. Who is they that uh, did this?
1: The Hollywood is they the same concept that how they like to de emasculate
0: black men. Who is they? Because the person who wrote the script might have said black bounty hunter beats black women, what might have been a black person. So, who mm-hmm. is they? That's the, what I'm saying. Who, who, who funded, funded
2: the movie? I so don't Think
0: Hollywood does that at all?
2: Who funded the movie?
0: I don't know, but who funded the movie could have wrote, the script, would have read the script when the black person. Said, I like it, it changed it, like this.
2: it. Yeah, those those black writers, but the people who funded the movie, the, the Hollywood studio, most likely said this needs to be in here. It's going to make it better. They probably had a Ford, which always happens when it, when you're black and you're acting. Oh, you should definitely do this. But
0: what if they didn't? The black person script stayed the same. I, what, would, would, would that change your opinion? I don't, I don't now, if I can believe you, that. You, you, you can't make opinions based off of they don't have actual knowledge of who did what. So now, again, that, 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 that's just a general thought process. But, but if I find something that shows what
2: logically, Do like, you,
1: you honestly think that happened? Logically. Again,
0: you can't make opinions because I, I hate I hate magical things. Who is what? I need names. I need to name names. I, I just said Hollywood. That's a, again. That's not a name. That's just, that's, a, that's a town. For but,
1: sakes. Again, but Mike, patterns. we can't.
2: But that's like something that you know. Damn for sure we that's not I don't know happen. How to, but but how would we can't provide it, that information. But how
0: would that make it more entertaining?
2: And Inter- what entertaining? Huh? Did did you did you really think that scene needed to be in the movie? With her get, I didn't think it was needed.
0: But that's my point. Then why would they add it? How would it make it more entertaining?
1: Mike, we, we both know the concept of films, right? It's to portray ideas and concepts. All right. That's, that's that's content creation one one, especially right. in right. film entertainment so that's they're, so they're
0: making a movie music about a black woman who frees slaves but mm-hmm. so let's add a black man beating up a black woman because of
1: the, the current narrative in america
0: so you're more about the me too movement then well how's that me too that's the narrative in america
1: well more about you know making the black man a monster
0: but enlightening the black woman because she's the one who's freeing the slaves at the same time exactly
1: I mean, that's causing disunity in the community. That's divide and conquer one on one. So you
0: think these studios go into the saying, we're gonna try to make money on our project that we're funding, but also try to cause decision in the community. That's what you really think? It's
1: obvious. They do it in television.
0: It's
2: incredibly obvious.
0: With the thought process that this is a movie that mostly black people will see, Mm -hmm. right?
2: A lot of people, black people, are not wanting to see the movie. I mean, I didn't see it.
0: But it's geared towards a black audience.
2: But the black audience is not watching it.
0: But knowing that and saying that, well, what if they see, go to the first week and don't watch it anymore? We're mm-hmm. going to lose money. But well, Let's put it mm-hmm. there anyway so we cause ascension. Studios don't work that way. They're all about making money. They wouldn't just do this to cause freaking ascension.
1: continuing the narrative.
0: Not, not at the risk of not making money. They already
1: going to make the money.
0: They, what are you talking about? Why would they already make the money? Charles Andrews just lost money. So did Terminator Dark Fate and Gemini Man. It lost millions of dollars.
1: And what does that do with Harriet?
0: My point is that they don't already make the money. They make the money after the movie makes money. So this movie, make- this movie wasn't made to be like a blockbuster, though. You know that. But studios don't make projects. So Mike, explain this. That's just made, how the movies work. So yeah, Mike, and can you explain money.
2: that Harriet was once supposed to be Julia Roberts? <laughs>
0: Well, that I didn't even know, but let me get back to what so we're, 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 hold we're on, right on hold on, going So, explode on Just go into what you're saying. <laughs> because it adds the entire So, the can you explain a Hollywood
2: producer advocating for the idea, idea the of because, having-
1: because <laughs> We got to get Mike a Kunta Kinte t-shirt.
0: <laughs> we do one thing <laughs> at First of all, we this magical day.
2: <laughs> number one. I mean, <laughs> hey, <laughs> they,
0: they believed it <laughs> no, no, no. because <laughs> they asked
2: Julia Roberts to do it.
0: Well, number two- Harriet, okay? Uh-huh. The stuff you're talking about. The Janelle Monae character. Right. Maybe she wasn't real or not.
2: She is it real. But I will say it's, this. You can look it up. But she's somebody, not real. Uh-huh. She lived in
0: Philadelphia for a year. That's right. factual. That is true. She lived with somebody. Right. She had a job somewhere. Right. So my point to you is that it doesn't matter who's real or fake because these movies are all based on a true story. Mm-hmm. For versus Ferrari. you know how many characters in that movie that weren't real? Tons of them. You know why? Because it's a movie. It's entertainment. Mm-hmm. You can add People in there to make a true story into an actual movie. People, like I said, got mad at certain things in a JFK movie, which was an Academy Award winning movie because they said they weren't there. But it doesn't matter. It's a movie. So those things you can't get mad about when it's based on a true story. So if they it's not had an a true story, so
2: if they had a black man, they're am not going to say it.
0: Not the black man part. I'm on to do Monét part. But my point is that, now do you agree with that, Josh? Uh, based on a true story of movies, <laughs> they asked <laughs> us to make it into a movie.
1: Okay. But, saying, but that's not what we're talking about. That wasn't what he's
0: talking about. He said he he said people were mad because stuff wasn't real. Uh, like, Nell Monét in general, her character wasn't real.
1: Right, but in terms of having things in there to add to the narrative in pop culture, yes, that's how movies are created. We know that. The whole aspect of the... The female heroes and Avengers we see that we've talked about that we've agreed on it this is
0: why I'm confused right now why are you confused because you're saying you disagree with the concept he just a lot of people were upset and I see this all the time Mm -hmm. and even nobody's black white or whatever when a movie is based on a true story especially if you were alive during the time period you read up on it you'll say well that person wasn't around I don't like this movie because it's not real.
1: So, so how much do you trust the stories and the words of black actors, black male actors in Hollywood? Do you believe what they say? What stories? Things like they were consciously had scenes put in the movies or the TV shows to emasculate the black men.
0: Oh, definitely. I agree with that 100%. I'm more about the based on the truth Yo, story. Yo, you, you,
1: you witnessed what just happened, right? I'm more about a true,
0: right. story and, and, and just saying true story and story based on a true story. Again,
1: Again based, based on a true story, story is a legal loophole. Number one. Number, number two, number number two number
0: no one was actually there. How long ago was this? This is true. So when he says he's so adamant that Janelle mm-hmm. Bonet is not real, how do we even know? How long ago was this? You are correct about that.
2: There's but, plenty of stories of people who Presented real life encounters with Miss Tubman, saying these characters are not real, especially Joname, whatever no, her, Monet. Joname Onay, <laughs> the black bounty hunter, that wasn't real. They didn't. It's just there's a lot. That, the whole point of the movie is there's a lot to Harriet Tubman's story that's not in the movie. But I'm not really stressing that. It's just the stuff that they chose to put in the movie, and then like. It's just like there's like if you look at it from a bigger approach, there's little jabs that they're throwing at, like with the a thousand so like I it's I just it's Those just, the oh. Mike, <laughs> <You're> <laughs> about the bounty. I'm keep telling you, no, I'm not talking about it. just the bounty of of, of capturing oh, no, her. A hundred dollars. Okay, it was okay. not a hundred dollars. They made it seem like oh, she was nothing. It was in the thousands right. to capture her, and they basically made it look like it was nothing. I
0: mean, I, I don't know how much <laughs> it was, but. It was, I just told you it was in the thousands. (laughs) And
1: and those things are documented. It's a wanted poster, essentially.
0: I agree with that, which is why I don't know why a black body hunter, if I was a black body hunter at that time, Mm -hmm. I'm going after Miss Seven for the thousands of dollars. I don't know why you think there wasn't one after her.
1: Well, just food for thought that's going in line with what we talked about earlier. Yes. Human trafficking. Yes.
0: So, I agree with that. So
1: you said you would go after Miss Tubman,
0: <laughs> Michael. I'm not a trafficker, but I'm saying I'm telling that, your mom. That <laughs> time, I might have been like, listen, a couple thousand dollars. That's like that's like a, that's like a hundred thousand back then, right? I'm saying like, you know- and another
2: thing, that's it. All it takes is money.
0: That's <laughs> oh it,
1: Mike.
2: And another thing with Harriet's story, they're saying there's a lot of loopholes with Miss Tubman's story because they're tra- oh, in they're general, saying you mean? in general okay. because. They're saying there was multiple conductors, right? And they're also saying when it came to Harriet, why is it that the the American society chooses to focus everything on her and not focus about the whole entire picture of what exactly happened? Like there's something that they're not speaking of. They just choose to choose Harriet for whatever reason. I'm not saying what she did. Right, but But there's more to it. But they're choosing to just put her story out but there's other people in the story yeah. that they just do not mention at all, which is just very odd. Because a lot of what America presents to, I guess, Black history, mm-hmm. they just choose to put. They choose to position certain things and then forget about everything else. And that's what I just felt like with the movie. When you, I'm not getting wrong, the movie's entertaining. It's it, it's interesting. And I do like the, the certain elements of what they do, especially for women. But there's just things that they put in the movie. It's just like, what if anyone with sense looking at it, it's just like, why is this happening? Why they had to do? They didn't you have to add it. You
0: asked me about it a few minutes ago. Yeah, I don't think the scene needed to be there with him uh, beating. That's all I'm saying. I'm not downplaying
2: the movie. I'm not saying no watch it, but I'm just saying you didn't have to do that. Because imagine a little black boy going to this movie and they see this. And they, they see that one scene, which is really no other violence in the movie, which, which is crazy to say, but it's really not much other of any other violence in the movie. Are you and serious? That,
1: no. So again, during a time period where there was massive amounts of violence from white people to black people, more specifically, the white man raping and doing whatever to black women, we see a black man beating a black woman. And killing her. Are you serious? And you still saying what you saying? I ain't even
0: see no, it. No, no, I agree with him. I just said I agree.
1: That Man, you, that you, you you
0: straddling defense. I'm again, not. No, like. I disagree with you. I said I agree that scene was unnecessary, but I also didn't think. That we needed the slave beatings anymore. We've seen it hundreds of times. Like I'm tired of seeing the weapons. And so I you, agree you, you with rat- you on
2: that, but it just didn't make sense. Why they have to show her getting beat up. They could have did it another way.
0: I, I I agree with that. It was an unnecessary scene. throw know. her over the water or something I, like I, I, I don't know why a that a was quick death. But I think her character was well placed though. I think somebody she lived with. So why not just mm-hmm. give her give her a name? I don't think nothing's wrong with that.
2: I don't mind giving her name, but it's just why you had to kill her.
0: Right, I, I agree with that. Too.
2: At least so, send her off or kill her quickly or something. I will
0: say this: um, what you said earlier, I think there is more to all the slave stories that we don't know, and right. sometimes we, we may never know. You know, overall, um, I think that uh, um, that uh, I guess she is the face, but like you said, there, there was there was a whole. Uh, you saw in the movie there was a whole uh, underground system before she even got in, before she even got to Philadelphia. So right. More people were doing more things. Than they, had the they had the catacombs, they had the conductors,
2: right. they had the trains. Yes. They they used the coal mines. Yes. Which they didn't really show in the movie either. <laughs> well before she even got there. Yeah, so it was that's why it's just like there's a lot of loopholes to the story, which I understand they I guess I don't know, they choose not to explain it into detail. But,
0: but I also want to say people have to and they don't always know it. And I think it's been meant want to say uh a black slavery or civil rights movie, sometimes because of the racial undertones, mm-hmm. we focus on what's factual and unfactual, and people have to notice the difference between a documentary and a movie, mm-hmm. and a movie that's uh, based off true events, so to speak, will always add or take things away, mm-hmm. and sometimes we don't really uh, understand that. Well, docs do that as well. They do, but not as much as movies do, so like, who's
1: paying for the (laughs) doc
0: that's true too but most times in docs um most of the time not all the time but you won't have that tagline right that legal tagline based on a true story because they don't tend to just add random characters that weren't there uh so to speak but overall i I definitely get the backlash where it came i was still entertained. it's not an a plus movie like a c maybe (laughs) you know c plus but you know, um, seeing that my 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 elderly grandmother, you know, that she enjoyed it, you know, right. like <laughs> I
2: said, there's elements in the movie that are are good, but I just think with the stuff that they chose to put in the movie, yeah, um, didn't need to be there. Th- a lot of it didn't need to be What's in there. It? And then with the character, and I like, see, I understand it's her movie and everything. She's just the leading role, but how she's responding to questions how she's presenting herself like she hasn't done anything wrong. It just, it just adds on to the agenda where yeah. this movie is somewhat comical to yeah. black people. Cool. <laughs>